See, we live life before God. And according to Romans 8, I have a choice to make where I set my mind. Where I set my mind. So back we go to this word, to set your mind, for nail. To have understanding, to think. It also is, I direct the mind to, I seek for. Observe, I care for. So Romans 8, 5 said, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds. For nail. That word is the Greek 5426, and it comes from 5424, which means friend, which is midriff or diaphragm. The parts around the heart. The parts around the heart. Properly, this word is to regulate from within. Set your mind. You set your mind from within. As inner perspective, insight shows itself in corresponding outward behavior. That's why, that's why in Matthew we find out that we'll know them by their fruit. You see, your thoughts might be hidden from me, but not your actions. So when we live <laughs> in the flesh, our minds are set on the flesh. And from the flesh we're producing. A crop that is not God-pleasing to God. That God says that that which is not planted by him, he will uproot. I think that was Matthew 15. Every tree not planted by God, he will uproot. And that was to do with the Pharisees. Let the blind lead the blind, Jesus said, to his own. So the setting of the mind is invisible to the outer peripheral existence. And yet it produces an external work that is made visible to the external. Let's look at this word again. This word 5426 for nail. Essentially, it means it equates to personal opinion fleshing itself out in action. Personal opinion fleshing itself in action. The idea is difficult to translate into English because it combines the this visceral and the cognitive aspects of thinking. You see, I don't fully, I don't fully think there's been enough emphasis on thought and Christian teachings. Because it's exactly what, you know, in the Strong's, the commentator says here, 
It's an idea that's difficult to translate into English because it combines the visceral and the cognitive aspects of thinking. But it's reality. That which you think you will become. That word for nail to set your mind, to set your mind. The strong says, <laughs> essentially it's, it equates to personal opinion fleshing itself out in action. Well, isn't that what the word is? The living word made flesh. God stop being fleshed out in action, Jesus. We want some sort of mystical Jesus. This is him. Not so mystical. We want some sort of experience in the back room, the front room, any room, but in the room of the word of God. I'm telling you, this word is God's thought fleshed out. As it is with God, so it is with us. We are right now in this moment, thoughts fleshed out. Yes. You see, we live life before God. And our lives are on display before man. But you see, we are a work of transformation. We're not a finished work yet. So grace is required towards one another. But it doesn't mean we camp out in an old state, excusing that old state. It doesn't mean you be comfortable with your old self and you want to stay there because you just don't want to change. I don't know how. I'm always stuck. No, you're not stuck. It's a choice you've made. It's a choice we've all made. By setting our minds on the flesh. But you see, there's another way. There's another way. The other way is those who live according to the Spirit. And like we said, the Word of God. Because He will lead us in truth. He leads us in the Word. Then from that place, we set our minds on the things of the Spirit. And we know that is life and peace to us. Let's keep on reading. For to be carnally minded is death. Death. That from where, from where you live that sets your mind is producing death or to be spiritually minded is life and peace or life and peace. Fruit of righteousness, life and peace because the carnal mind is enemy Enmity in hostility against God. You see, what you think is not non-consequential or not important. It is before God and it's either pleasing to God because it's coming from the place of you residing in the true vine, abiding in the word of God, or it's coming from a foul place of worldly thought, carnal Living, pagan thinking that is an enemy to God. 
So often we like to say, well, this tradition, that tradition, that and that and something else that they're doing, it's pagan, it's pagan. Well, how about we take a little closer look to our own little thoughts? How pagan are they? Before we point a finger outward. We live life in the true vine. And from the true vine, our mind is set on those things which are above. Because you see, it's no longer your life you're living out. For you died in Christ. But it's his life. His life thinks his thoughts. But you see, it's an yielding. What does that look like, Desi? The yielding is of the Spirit, and it looks like you're reading your Bible. As you read the Word of God, there is inherent power to direct your thoughts. The verses of the Bible are, are, are a predisposition as being set in motion as we agree, as we agree with the word that we read, as we think on the word that we read, as we talk about the word that we read, it is setting us in motion to yield to his spirit. That is a conformity to Christ. Just further down in Romans 8, 29. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed, to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Not to be conformed to the world that uh, in, in chapter 12, <laughs> Paul tells us not to be conformed to the patterns of this world. What are these patterns? Thoughts. Thoughts. 